0: And for the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. For for from his fullness we will all receive grace upon grace. And that is the word of the Lord.
1: low of a star a million miles away, so far away, so distant, so weary, isolated, divided, tired, months of waiting, months of longing, looking for an answer, looking for hope. When the light has faded and our anxiety has grown, You can still hear it, don't be afraid. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. He is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace.
0: Amen. That's okay. You can clap. It's okay. Well, good evening, guys, and Merry Christmas to you. Well, y'all can talk back. It's okay. I'll do it again. Merry Christmas. We are so excited that you guys have chosen to be with us here tonight as we just pause and we worship Jesus in this place. If your day in the past couple of days have been anything like mine, you've been getting all the Christmases in, and maybe you moms have been checking FedEx to see, did the weather hold up the package? Is it coming? And we're getting it all together, but I love this night because we stop and we pause almost In an act of resistance to gather together and to recognize the magnitude of what takes place in our tradition this evening. Um, If it's your first time here, maybe you're a non-Christian, maybe you're somebody peeking in over the fence at Christianity. Let me tell you, this is one of the best times that you could ever step foot into a church because this is what we are all about and it's, and it's difficult to grasp the magnitude of what we're even trying to talk about. This is my um, eighth time as a pastor to preach a Christmas Eve service. And let me tell you, um, I'm still at a loss for words to try to describe what we are even talking about tonight. The verse that was just read to you is sort of the anchor verse there in John's Gospel and, and this is what tonight is all about. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. But that first part, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. John is going all the way back to the book of Genesis In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and God said, let there be light. And what John is telling us now is that same power, that same God that spoke the universe into existence has now wrapped himself in flesh and become a human being. This is so central to our faith that we call it the good news, that's actually what Christianity is all about, literally good news. And for the two of you who care, this is what it actually means in the original language. You can Google me on this, right? The word gospel means good news. It's the Greek word euangelion. And, and you see, it's not a term that the Bible invented or that Christians invented, You see, back in the Bible days, they were ruled by the Roman Empire. And listen to this, when Caesar would win a war, they would send a messenger from the front lines of the battle and he was called an evangelist. And the evangelists would run from the front lines of the battle, come into the city and declare the euangelion, the good news that Caesar has won the battle for the whole city and the whole kingdom. And John is saying, there is now a new king, a greater king. And this king has now come. And dwelt among us, that John the evangelist is declaring good news. Listen, sometimes Christianity gets a bad rap, but I'm here to tell you tonight the core of the message of Christianity is good news. And that's even what the angels said. The verse was just read to us when the angels appeared to the shepherds there that night. They declare and say that tonight the Savior has been born. And they say these words. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you, there it is, good news. But not just good news. This good news is going to produce something. This good news of great joy that will be for all people. And here it is. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Good news, the angel, the messenger of God comes to the front lines and says, this is good news. But just like anything, it gets distorted over time. And maybe you're in here tonight and and you carry wounds from church and from what all of this represents. And can I just say, on behalf of the church globally, I'm so sorry that you've gone through that pain. I'm so sorry that you've dealt with that conflict in those relationships. But somewhere along the way, we've missed this thing called good news. And what we did is we exchanged good news for good advice. You see, if you go into a bookstore if you type in on Amazon, self-help is the largest section in any bookstore. It's the most selections of books on Amazon, and by far it is one of the top five highest grossing categories every single year. Good advice. We love good advice. Even when the weather came in, you wanted to know if the roads were slick. What's the advice? Do I need to take this road? We're all always looking for good advice. And we come with that mindset to the Bible and we think that this is good advice. You see, the definition of advice is this. Advice is counsel about something to do that hasn't happened yet, but you can do it, right? Um, you know, one of the best examples of good advice is like late night infomercials. Does anybody else, are, are you in or infatuated with the oxycling guy like me, right? And now he's got the rubber thing that he puts on the bottom of a boat and he drives in the boat, does all that. It's all, man, it's good advice. you got to get this, you can do this. If you, I mean, even Matthew McConaughey is trying to give you advice. All right, all right, all right. He wants you to buy that Lincoln, And that, oh man, you need this Lincoln, right? Everywhere we turn, it's telling us this. There is something that you can do. You can do more. You can add this to your life. All you need to do is buy this, say this, or do this. That's what advice is. But there's a profound contrast in advice and news You see, the definition of news is this. News is a report about something that has happened. You can't do anything about it. It's already been done for you, and all you can do is respond to it. Do you see the difference? Advice is something that you need to do. News is something has already happened, and you just need to respond. And somewhere along the way, we've confused the message of Christmas and the gospel, the good news, and we've turned it to good advice. And the one story I want to share with you tonight that I think that depicts this compare and contrast is this. Um, Her name is Anita Alvarez, and she was born December 2nd, 1996. You see, Anita is an Olympic artistic swimmer. That, that's a thing, okay? And they, are, they know how to swim and they've got it down. Anita is one of the best artistic swimmers that have ever come from the United States. And just this past summer, they were in Budapest in the finals. Anita made it into the top three. And finally, she goes into her final swim. I mean, she's going underwater, she's spinning, all of this. And if you've ever seen it on TV, they've got the cameras underwater, so when they go under, you can see it. When they're above water, they got the aerial shots, all of this stuff. And so Anita takes a deep breath and she begins her swim. And as she's doing it and she's spinning and she's twirling, she was supposed to go underwater, do some 360, you know, ninja hi gotcha, something like that. We would all pull a muscle or something, right? She was supposed to go under and do the big move and then pop back up for the picture-perfect pose. And she goes underwater and she does it and her team is watching and they wait and they wait And they wait. Anita doesn't come back up. She's supposed to come up, and it's supposed to be the cover of Sports Illustrated and everything, and U.S. is supposed to get the gold. And she doesn't come up. And you can hear the New York Times says a pin drop in the arena. No one knows what to do. And the silence was broken with a crash. You see, Anita had passed out. She has a medical condition, and it's only happened two other times in her life. And she passes out, and her lungs are filling with water, and this is the picture in the New York Times. It's so haunting to see it. She's sinking to the bottom. No one knows what to do except for one person. Her name is Andrea Futez. It's Anita's coach. And the moment that Anita did not come back up, her coach knew about the medical condition and her coach knew what to do. It was silent, no one was moving and the silence was broken with a crash of water. Her coach jumps into the pool, fully clothed and everything and she jumps in, swims to the very bottom, pushes up and carries Anita to the surface. At that time, lifeguards had come in. There was a commotion. Everybody knew what was happening and they saved Anita in just the nick of time because her coach jumped in. And after it all happened, her coach was interviewed by the New York Times and she says these words, when I saw her stop, And not come up. Here it is. I knew I couldn't wait. I had to jump. What's the difference between good news and good advice? When Anita is in the bottom of the pool and her lungs are filling with water, she doesn't need advice. She doesn't need her coach standing over the water saying, kick harder, swim harder. You can do it. You have a little spark within and just let your butterfly fly and you can do it. What Anita needed in that moment was not good advice. Anita needed good news. She needed somebody to act and jump in and save her. Listen, I've been sitting on this illustration since June, whenever I read it. Because when I read this in the New York Times and I saw Andrea say, I knew I couldn't wait. I had to jump in. I remembered Galatians chapter 6, beginning in verse 4. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those that were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are now sons... God has sent the spirit into our hearts crying Abba Father so you are no longer a slave but you're a son and if a son then you are an heir through God. Listen what's the good news about Christmas? Why do Christians get so excited about this time of year? Because it's the heartbeat of our message and the good news of Christmas is this that God jumped in to save you. That God jumped in to save you. God didn't wait till you were kicking. God didn't wait till you finally beat the addiction and you finally quit overworking and you finally got the family conflict together and you finally made an appearance in church and then God moved towards you. No, that's not our message. The message of Christianity is not try harder the message of Christianity is that God in Christ has jumped in and please listen I stand here tonight in 2022 to declare to you that Christianity and the God man Jesus Christ is distinct among all other religions in the world because all religions in the world offer you good advice And they say, travel to Mecca, walk around five times, walk the steps and kiss the steps and confess your sins each time. And just maybe, just maybe if you do it right with the right heart and a pure motive that then you can work your way up the proverbial mountain and you can find God. Christianity says that God came down the mountain in Christ to find you. That there's nothing we do, that it's all about what Jesus has done. I love what one theologian says. She puts it this way Jesus Christ did not remain at base headquarters in heaven, receiving reports of the world suffering from below and shouting a few encouraging words to us from safe distance. Oh, no. He left the headquarters and he came to us in the frontline trenches right down to where we live. The Word became flesh. The God that created it all became a human who knows what suffering is. Do you know one of the things that you can't say to God when you're angry? You can't say, God, you don't know. Know what it is to be betrayed by a best friend? Because Jesus was dimed out for 30 pieces of silver. God, you don't know what it is to go through physical suffering. God, you don't know what it is to, to lose a friend to death and to grieve as Jesus stood by the grave of Lazarus and wept. You see, listen, Jesus jumped in and he found us at the bottom. He found us at the bottom of our addiction. He found us at the bottom of our marriage. He found us at the bottom of our anxiety. He found us at the bottom of our family conflict. And all at the base of it is Jesus found us at the bottom of our sin, the depths of it. It's not that we were just kind of fell off the wagon and had to catch up. Dear friends, we were dead at the bottom of the pool with our lungs filled with water. And God jumps in in Christ to save us. This is what the good news is. So listen, I want to close with this. I want to correct our thinking of what this Christmas season means. Because some of you walked in through those doors tonight And you thought the crux of the Christian message was one word. Behave. Behave. Don't do this. Do this. We are defined by what we do and by what we don't do. And we have picket signs and we protest and we unsubscribe from Disney Plus and all kinds of stuff, right? It's all about behave, behave, behave. That's not what the angel said. The angel didn't come to the shepherds and say, a savior has been born, now behave. It's good news for all people. Why? Because the message of Christianity is to simply believe. It is to believe. You see, advice tells you to strive and to work hard. The good news of Christianity simply says this. Surrender. Just surrender. I love what Sally Lloyd-Jones, the author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, says. She says it this way. The Bible is not primarily a rule book that we need to follow. It is a love story about God's rescue plan. Dear friends, the good news of Christmas is that God jumped in. The Word became flesh and saved us. Would you stand to your feet right where you're at tonight? And with every head bowed and every eye closed in this place, as we begin to worship at to what God has done, that the creator of the universe has made his way in, we would be amiss tonight to not offer you the opportunity to respond to this good news Some of you are saying, Pastor, that's exactly what I thought Christianity was. I thought it was all about behave. And let me tell you something, I haven't behaved in my life. And I know that I don't belong. And I'm here to tell you it's just about believe. And it's simply about surrender. God can do more with your life than you could ever dream of doing with your life. And so maybe right now, in just a moment, I'm going to pray... And if you have never had a moment of simple surrender to Jesus, and you say, tonight I believe that God jumped in to save me, I'm going to pray, and I just want you to pray the prayer to yourself. It's very simple. With every head bowed and every eye closed, just say this after me. Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. A sinner, God save me. I surrender. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, listen, if you've never had the moment of surrender and tonight, oh God, on Christmas Eve in 2022, you're saying this is the night when I am surrendering with every head bowed and every eye closed. If you've prayed that just for the very first time, would you just slip your hand up right where you're at and raise your hand so I can see you and pray for you? Yes, Yes, I see you, yes, yes. God, do it in this room tonight. Yes, I see you, yes. God jumped in to save you, yes. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight recognizing that we don't need advice. So many of us in this room are exhausted from advice. God, our marriage is barely holding on. We've read every book. We've gone to every counselor. We've checked into every drug rehab. God, we've bid so many jobs and we've worked so many hours and we've went to school and got the degree. We've done everything that we could do and we are exhausted. There's no more advice that we can take. And God, tonight we declare that this is good news of great joy because you don't give us advice, you give us news. And the news is that Jesus Christ has come, the Savior of the world, the God that created the universe, knows every name in this room, and has jumped in, lived the life we could not live and died the death on the cross that we deserved and three days later rose again. That Jesus, right now you're alive and you're hearing these prayers and you're moving up and down these aisles. And for those who raise their hand, in the Bible it says that all of heaven rejoices when one sinner comes home. Tonight, you know what it is to be Anita and to have someone jump in and save you. God, let us push the hustle and bustle to the side, and let us pause and rest, and to take a deep breath, and to remember, it doesn't depend on us. It is good news that Christ has come, Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us continue worshiping.